Hey guys, welcome to That Florida Feeling. How is everybody today? Thanks everybody who uh, participated in the polls and questions. Actually, it was polls this week. Um, apparently, a lot of us are not donut people, which, I mean, I get behind that. I prefer the bagels with cream cheese. Every now and then the croissant. Sometimes no breakfast at all. It is what it is. But thanks for participating, guys. I really appreciate it. All the likes and shares, comments, especially on the TikTok page. You guys are amazing. I can't thank you enough. So today I want to talk about something fun. Like, really fun. We've talked about spooky. We've talked about Seminole Wars. Let's talk about something exciting. Well, at least I find it exciting. Today let's talk about one of the most magical places on Earth. I'm talking about Magic Kingdom. That's right. Walt Disney World Resorts in Orlando or Bay Lake, Florida has its very own Magic Kingdom. And I've done a couple of the other Disney parks, but I saved Magic Kingdom. And it's one that I love. Uh, It's very nostalgic to me. It's also one that I have some of my worst Disney stories from. It was actually the very first park I worked at when I was a cast member. Um, And I will share some of those stories. But first, let's talk about this park and how awesome it is. So Magic Kingdom actually opened on October 1st in 1971. And, of course, it is owned and operated by the Walt Disney Company. And it didn't actually start out as um, Magic Kingdom. It actually officially started as Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom. And it was known from the day it opened until 1994. And then... It was called The Magic Kingdom from 1994 to 2017. And then it was Magic Kingdom Park. I remember when it was The Magic Kingdom because that's about when I was working there the first time. And of course, the park is initialized by Walt Disney World and Walt Disney himself. And of course, its icon is the Cinderella Castle, inspired by the 1950 animated film. And it's just an iconic, it's iconic. You know, everybody knows Cinderella's Castle. You walk in off of, uh, through the turnstiles up on Main Street, and you look straight, and there it is. There's the castle. Now, when Walt Disney really started planning this park, um, he was really involved uh, in the planning. Unfortunately, he died in 1966 before the park was actually done. Um... He didn't actually get to see the park done, obviously, but he did come to Florida to survey the land. He met with officials. He announced the project to the media. This was his new baby after Disneyland. Um, He wanted Disney World to be much different than Disneyland. He wanted more space. He wanted more area. He wanted green spaces and where you weren't building right on top of it like they did Disneyland out in L.A. And so Disney World was just going to be different. And Walt wanted it to be that way. And, of course, after Walt died, Rory Disney took over. And he really saw the construction of it. And Disney World didn't start actually constructing the Magic Kingdom um, really until 1967. So even a year after Walt's death. He already had the plans out. He already had the idea. But construction didn't start until 1967. And this park was, of course, going to be larger and more improved version of Disneyland Park in California. The one thing that really sets Magic Kingdom apart is that it is built over a series of tunnels called Utilidors. And that really allows people to move out of sight. You know, um, as cast members, we would go in the back and we would go through the tunnels and come up and appear. And that's just part of the magic. And 
you know, they have the costuming and they have the tours you can take i think it's keys of the kingdom that's what it used to be called i don't know if it's called that anymore where you could go down and you could actually explore and see the behind the magic and the behind the scenes which by the way when you're on one of those tours um sometimes cast members aren't always on stage because it's in the utilidors and we didn't think we had to be so i feel for some of those people on those tours i do y'all got to see a lot um but the interesting thing about the Utilidors is that they're not actually underground. The Utilidors in Magic Kingdom are on the ground. And that's because Florida's water table is so high that you dig down two, three feet, you're hitting water already. So, you, and, you know, and, then, and that's kind of a swampy area anyways. So it wasn't like they were going to be able to dig down. So the Utilidors are actually ground level, believe it or not. And Magic Kingdom is actually built on the second story which is why it actually sits at about 108 feet above sea level. And the area around the Utilidors um, is the Seven Seas Lagoon. So when the Seven Seas Lagoon were built, they took that dirt and they built it up around the Utilidors to create the illusion of being on ground level when you walk into the Magic Kingdom. And of course, the Utilidors were built first, um, and they weren't actually extended as the park expanded. So parts of them actually stop. Um, so like when you were going up to other certain parts of different lands, you had to come up at a certain level and then you still had to walk across the land because that was an extension of the original park. Now, the Magic Kingdom first opened as part of the Walt Disney World Resort on October 1st, 1971. And it also concurrently opened with Disney's Contemporary Resort and Disney's Polynesian Village. Um, I will be talking about the resorts in another podcast. Um, when the Magic Kingdom first opened, it opened with 23 attractions, three that were unique to the park, and 20 replicas that came from Disneyland. Of course, it is split into six different themed lands. Uh, five of those are from Disneyland, so Main Street USA, Adventureland, Frontierland, Fantasyland, and Tomorrowland are also taken out of Disneyland, but... Magic Kingdom has Liberty Square. Um, Disneyland has New Orleans Square. Magic Kingdom has Liberty Square. And, you know, they did this with the intent to create more in this park. They were going to increase the number of, of unique attractions. And this was really supposed to be just an extension of Walt's Dream, which is really cool. And it really is. Um, of course... You can see the partner statue, which is uh, Walt and Mickey in front of the castle. But I kind of feel bad. The only uh, dedication for Rory O. Disney is within the gates, um, which is to me kind of strange because I feel like Rory really carried this dream forward. And while, yes, Walt's dream was Mickey and was Magic Kingdom, I just feel like he should have gotten a little bit more personally. Now, of course, as Magic Kingdom has grown, they've added and taken away things. And, of course, the only original land added to the original rosters of land in the park was Mickey's Toon Fair, Toontown Fair. The land originally opened in 1988 as Mickey's birthday land celebration for his 60th birthday. And later it was renovated um, into, it was renovated as Mickey's Starland and then eventually to Mickey's Toontown Fair. And the home was attractions such as Mickey's County Country House, I don't know why I said County, Country House, Minnie's Country House, The Barnstormer at Goofy's Wiseacre Farm, and Donald's Boat. Now, of course, 
if you go today, you're not going to find Mickey's Toontown Fair. Um, it was actually closed in February of t- 2011, and it was for the expansion of Fantasyland, um, which did keep uh, Goofy. You can still find the Great Goofini, which is the Barnstormer. Um, but, of course, that area was called Storybook Circus. That is now what is Storybook Circus, Dumbo the Flying Elephant. It was relocated into this area, and you can still find the Barnstormer. Um, so it's a, still a really cool little park area. Um, one of the really cool things about Magic Kingdom is that it has, it has only been closed temporarily because of eight hurricanes. And as you guys know, Florida has had a lot of hurricanes. I apologize. One of my cats cannot seem to get comfortable on his crinkle mats. Can you sit down? Can you sit down? Thank you. So... Magic Kingdom has only been closed temporarily as of eight hurricanes. And like I said, in Florida, hurricane season, you might get none. You might get a lot. And to only be closed temporarily because of eight hurricanes, that's pretty good. Floyd, Charlie, Francis, Janine, Wilma, Matthew, Irma, and Ian. Now, Charlie, Francis, and Janine were the same year. Um, Matthew was a monster storm. Irma went right over Disney, Disney World. And Ian came right over top of it as well. Now, the first non-hurricane-related day the park actually closed was September 11th, and unfortunately also closed due to COVID. Now, Walt Disney World was only closed from March 2020 to July 2020 due to COVID. Um, So, you know, it wasn't that technically that long. Now, you might think, well, no, that's not true because I've seen Magic Kingdom close. Well, if you have seen people not be allowed in that's differently now there are four phases of park closure when they exceed capacity and that's restricting access for most guests to full closure where even cast members can't get in now if it's phase one it restricts access to most guests cast members can still get in if it's not a blacked out day um i have seen it go all the way to phase four um it was so bad that when i got off my shift there were people down in the utilitor saying you cannot go back upstairs if you are not on the clock so And that usually happens like spring break, the holidays, you know, and it gets to full capacity. And honestly, when it's at full capacity, you probably really don't want to be there anyways. It's just like a sea of people just undulating down and back. And it looks and there's no space and there's no room to walk. And the people with the strollers are barreling over people. And dear Lord, if you find that person on the scooter, your feet are gone. So, you know, Walt Disney World technically doesn't close, but they do restrict access. And honestly, when it is phase four, you just don't want to go. Now, Magic Kingdom was often used as an unofficial nickname for Disneyland before Disney World was built. And of course, the official tagline for Disneyland is the happiest place on earth, while the tagline for Magic Kingdom is the most magical place on earth. And up until the 1990s, it was Magic Kingdom, Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. Um, Although it was never printed without the Disney World prefix, that's just so that they could differentiate that park between Disneyland and California. Um, and that's why it was renamed Magic Kingdom Park eventually. Now, the one different, one interesting thing about Magic Kingdom is that when it opened, up until fairly recently, they didn't sell alcohol. Uh, Walt wanted it to be a family, fun, children's place. And alcohol was actually prohibited from being sold. 
Um, in 2012, though, Be Our Guest did begin to sell wine and beer for the first time, and that was the only place in the park where it was permitted up until December of 2014, when four additional restaurants began selling beer and wine. That included Cinderella's Royal Table, Table Liberty Tavern, Liberty, Liberty, dear Lord, Liberty Tree Tavern. I don't know why I can't say that one right now. Um, Tony's Town Square Restaurant, and of course, Jungle Navigation Skipper's Canteen. And I think that's a really cool thing. I think it's, you know, like, of course, you go drink around the world at Epcot or you go to Yak and Yeti at the Animal Kingdom. Hollywood Studios has their own, um, especially the new Star Wars stuff. But it's just, it's really, it's kind of nice to not see people walk around with beers um, at Magic Kingdom. Um, Now, of course, in 2018, though, uh, this park officially became the second Magic Kingdom style park to serve alcohol at all table service restaurants. So now if you go somewhere like the Crystal Palace, you can probably get alcohol. Um, it does hold a very interesting, distinctive, weird kind of, uh, I don't know. It's the most popular spot for families to scatter ashes of loved ones. And of course, the favorite place to scatter them, you guessed it, the Haunted Mansion. This practice is unlawful and prohibited on Disney property. Uh, Anyone spreading ashes will be escorted from the park. I cannot tell you the amount of times that Haunted Mansion was closed down because someone did this. And it still happens to this day. Um, don't, Don't do this. I know it's like a great thought, but it's just, just don't do it. Like, it's not... Honestly, those ashes are not going to be treated right. They're going to be vacuumed up, and that's the end of it. So, you know, maybe just don't do that. Now, Magic Kingdom is divided into six themed lands, as I said, and the center of the park is kind of like a wheel. So that's the hub, and that's right where Cinderella's castle sits. Pathways go out from it across the 107-acre park, and it goes into the six lands. Of course, the Walt Disney World Railroad circles the entire 1.5-mile perimeter of the park, making stops at Main Street USA, Frontierland, and Fantasyland. Other named areas of the park do include Town Square, located at the entry of the park, which is close to Main Street, and then Storybrooke Circus, which is the subsection of Fantasyland. You can also find uh, Rivers of America, which is like the Tom Sawyer uh, area now of course it's really cool because each of little each little area kind of really has their own thing um of course main street usa has actually i think main street usa is honestly one of my favorites um it really is like it's you go in and it's just really how the park greets you you'll find the crystal palace the plaza restaurant tony's town square restaurant You'll find Dapper Dan singing. Um, you'll find the Casey's Corner pianist playing on the outdoor piano as Casey's Corner sells food. Um, it's just a really cool little area. I mean, there's a lot of places to eat. Uh, my favorite, honestly, is the confectionery. I just love the fact that they have, um, that you can see them doing the, the dipping and stuff and the sweets in the kitchen. Um, of course, you can buy the merchandise. The Emporium is the largest merchandise location in the park. It is entire one side of Main Street. If you're going to find it, 
in Magic Kingdom, you're going to find it there. You can find the balloons. You can find the cinema, which is a little gift shop. You can even find a jeweler and Pandora jeweler. Um, all on Main Street. Um, its really biggest attraction is Meet Mickey Mouse in the Town Square Theater, which I have done numerous times. And they have really cool little buildings. Like, they have a fire station. They have a train station. Um, you can see the flagpole where they do the daily flag raising. Uh, they have Roy Disney sitting with Minnie, which is Share the Magic statue. You can go to the barber shop, um, which I heard they were closing. Uh, not sure about that. I heard that. I hope they don't. The barber shop is really cool. Uh, you can see the various Main Street vehicles that go up and down the street. And by the way, you can ride in those. Uh, you actually can, as a guest, just anybody get in there and they will take you up and down Main Street. Of course, you can also find first aid and baby care. And of course, this is, in, this is themed as an early 20th century American town. And this was inspired by Walt Disney's childhood home in uh, Missouri. And it's really kind of cool because it represents the park's opening credits. So when guests go under the train station or such as an opening curtain to the left or right, then they see people's names on the windows of the buildings. Um, and it's people that represented something in the Disney company or the development of Walt Disney World itself. And so it's just kind of cool. And of course, they play their own musical soundtrack for this area. And it's... Some, it's Broadway, like you can hear Oklahoma or you can hear the Music Man. And so it's really just kind of a great introduction into the park. And of course, as you walk down Main Street, there's the castle. So, you know, I think it's a really cool entrance into Disney World to show you Magic Kingdom. Like, this is it. So I can actually say Main Street USA is one of my favorites. Um, not only because that was my first home location, but... Also, just because it is a really cool introduction to Magic Kingdom and Disney. Now, of course, next, let's take that and go to Adventureland. Uh, Jungle Skipper Canteen is uh, themed after the Jungle Cruise. You can eat there. It's actually a full table service restaurant. Of course, they have the Sunshine Tree Terrace and Aloha Isle. Um, Aloha Isle actually serves the Dole Whips now, not Sunshine Tree Terrace. And if you have not tried a Dole Whip, I absolutely a thousand percent cannot recommend it enough i love dole whip uh side note they do have a uh, dole whip with rum at the polynesian resort which i will talk about in another podcast but i just want to point that out but aloha isle is one of my favorite places in uh, adventureland you can also ride the jungle cruise the backside of water if you've been to magic kingdom and you've ridden the jungle cruise you know what i'm talking about uh, you can also ride Pirates of the Caribbean, which is actually one of my favorites. I like that they updated it to include um, Blackbeard in the opening, like the waterfall, and of course, the entire just ride itself, which is really cool. Because originally, I want to say that Pirates of the Caribbean was actually like a wax figure. It wasn't a ride at first. Um, it was... It was something you just walked through. Yeah, it was a wax museum. That's what it was. It was a wax museum. It was originally envisioned as a wax museum um, that you walked through. But they eventually changed it into the boat ride after the success of It's a Small World, um, which is really cool. I think it's great because, you know, they name it after the pirates and the redheaded winch, which I think they got rid of her, which really kind of annoys me. Um, but, no, I love the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. And then um, there's also the Magic Carpets of Aladdin, which is just a fun little ride. You can go to the Enchanted Tiki Room. 
you can climb the Swiss Family Treehouse. Um, or you can do a Pirates of Adventure, Treasures of the Seven Seas, which is a scavenger hunt where you join Captain Jack on a series of missions that take place in Adventureland. Of course, you can buy things. There is a Pirates of the Caribbean gift shop, um, Sunglass Hut, and then a Crystal Arts store. There's also Club 33. Club 33 is an exclusive members-only club located in the Adventureland veranda. Um, it is a private dining club. Uh, located in the park, and it is exclusive. Like, very, very VIP. Um, the wait list is closed. Uh, it was closed from 2007 to 2012. I don't know if it's opened up again. The dues are upwards of 20000 annually. Um, so... Yeah, it's not really something that you're going to, you know, going to just get into. But uh, it is it is in the Adventureland. Good luck getting in or finding it. Uh, Frontierland is also in Magic Kingdom. I like Frontierland. Um, they have the Diamond Horseshoe that, well, it used to be a dinner theater. The Diamond Horseshoe was open only seasonally. I don't think they're using it anymore. It was the best barbecue I loved that place. You can still find Pecos Bill's Tall's Tale Inn after Pecos Bill, who appeared in the Melody Time movie. Westward Ho Refreshments, Golden Oak Outpost, or Golden Oak from the Golden Oak Ranch, or Aunt Polly's Dockside Inn, which is also open only seasonally, and it's on Tom Sawyer Island. Uh, they do have the Shooting Arcade, the Country Bear Jamboree, which I absolutely love, and of course, Tom Sawyer's Island, which is accessed via boat from Frontierland, you can only go during the day. Um, once the sun sets and the park is still open, you will not be able to go. Now, my favorite ride is in Frontierland, and that is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. I love it. I absolutely love that roller coaster. It is my all-time favorite. And Tiana's Bayou Adventure, formerly known as Splash Mountain. I don't know how people feel about them redoing Splash Mountain. I rode the ride once. I hated it. I don't like big drops, so I am unopposed either. Um, and of course, you can go to the Frontier Trading Post or Big Owls to get some stuff. There's also the Railroad Station. Now, Frontierland is kind of like portraying the American Old West, which is kind of cool. Next is Liberty Square. This is the one that is specific to the Magic Kingdom. Um, you can find the Liberty Tree Tavern, which is a kind of a colonial themed restaurant you can go to the columbia harbor house sleepy hollow refreshments which was named after the legend of sleepy hollow um or the liberty square market which is where you find turkey legs i want to say i liked sleepy hollow better maybe it was one of them had chicken and waffles <laughs> and i know that sounds really strange but one of them sold, used to sell chicken and waffles and i used to love getting them there of course, Liberty Square is home to the Hall of Presidents and the Liberty Bell Riverboat. Um, Liberty Bell Riverboat is kind of cool. I think it's one of those great, like, you just kind of stop and take a ride on it. And it is the, um, it is on the Rivers of America in the Magic Kingdom Park. Um, the Richard F. Irvine Riverboat is actually its name. Um, I, I liked it. I like it, just riding it. Um, but, of course... Oh, sorry. It's not the Richard F. Irvine anymore. It's Liberty Bell. Sorry. 
I I liked it. I liked the Liberty Bell. It's just kind of an easy ride. It just kind of soothes you. It gets you out of the sun for a second. And you just kind of get to see Liberty Square area. So it's kind of just a nice, calm couple minutes. It's just kind of soothing. Um, of course, what else is in Liberty Square? The Haunted Mansion. Only the best ride in the entire park. Actually, in most of the parks. Magic Kingdom is probably my favorite ride in general. Overall, can't top it. Um, I absolutely love this ride. Um, of course, the Haunted Mansion in Magic Kingdom is not like, obviously, the Haunted Mansion in uh, Disneyland. Disneyland is more of a New Orleans style, whereas Dis uh, Magic Kingdom is more of a, like, gothic revival mansion. Um, of course, it has the ghost stories and the expanding walls and... Um, the Hitchhiking Ghost, which is probably... I love the Hitchhiking Ghost. Those are probably part of my favorites. Um, and it's really cool because even the area leading up to the Haunted Mansion, it has, it has the tombstones and it has the piano and it has the, the coffin and it has the hearse. And so it's just overall a really cool ride that really brings you in. And, um, you know, it just... I love it. I, I don't know why. I just... I love it. It's one of literally one of my favorite absolute favorite uh rides you get to ride in the doom buggies which are kind of cool and you see the bride i, I don't know i can't I, I've, I've actually gotten to walk through the haunted mansion with the lights on a behind the scenes tour and it is still just as cool with the lights on even if you're not riding in a doom buggy and i just i love it i can't say enough that's like my favorite ride and of course i'm sure that's why it's a lot of people's favorite rides and that's why they probably want to scatter ashes there, and I understand that, but, you know, just don't. Ride the ride to remember the memories of the person you're trying to scatter their ashes. Don't scatter their ashes there. Um, I will say, though, my favorite part of the Haunted Mansion ride is the ballroom scene, and there is a hidden Mickey on the table. Um, that is probably one of my favorites with the dancing ghost. I don't know why. I just love that part. And, of course, other parts of Liberty Square that are not as cool as Haunted Mansion but are there is the uh, Glade Gazebo, which is near the Christmas shop. The Heritage House, uh, which is guest relations but kind of a cool building. They do have replicas of the Liberty Tree and Liberty Bell, which are right in the middle. They do have 13 lanterns hanging for the 13 colonies. And you can find uh, historic artifacts from various presidents and first ladies that are in the Hall of Presidents. You can go to Memento Mori, which opened genuinely recently within the past, I would say, 10 years. No, I was working there when it opened, so it's been more recent than that. Uh, all Haunted Mansion merchandise. You can go to the Christmas shop, which is kind of cool for a year-round Christmas store. It's got personalized ornament stations, so you can make your own. There's, of course, the parasol cart and the portrait gallery. Uh, and, of course, Liberty Square is colonial American town set during Revolutionary War. The next part is Storybrooke Circus. Storybrooke Circus is really cool. It's the part that was redone from Mickey's Toonland. Um, they do have a Fantasyland Railroad Station. You can find Big Top Souvenirs, which is a massive gift shop where you can get your ears embroidered. Um, and they do have confectionery there. Uh, that is the first time I ever tried cotton candy, and that'll be the only time I ever tried cotton candy. I did not like it. Other places are the Casey Jr. Splash and Soaks station so it's kind of like a little splash pad area where kids can cool off and there's also pete's silly sideshow um which is where you meet many goofy donald and daisy um i love going through that the lines aren't usually that bad 
You can get some really cool pictures with characters. They're all in one spot, so it's kind of nice. You can also ride Dumbo the Flying Elephant, which, as an adult, I will still ride Dumbo, and I will love it, and I will make the Dumbo go all the way up, and I don't care. Um, you can also check out the Barnstormer, which, even as an adult, probably being way too tall, I will still ride that, and I will still love it. Next part we're going to go to is Fantasyland. Fantasyland has, of course, Be Our Guest from Beauty and the Beast, which is in the Beast Castle, which is an amazingly beautiful uh, facade and a beautiful restaurant. If you ever can even just walk in, uh, walk in. But remember, try the gray stuff. It's delicious. It actually is really good. Um, I don't actually know what it is, but it is super delicious. But it's a beautiful restaurant. Definitely, I mean, make reservations. Any restaurant in... Uh, Magic Kingdom, or even most of the parks. Just make a reservation. As soon as you know you're going, just make it. You won't regret it. And, of course, there is Cinderella's Royal Table, which is a Cinderella-themed restaurant with character dining. It is inside the castle. Don't want to make a reservation? That's fine. You can uh, pick up something from Pinocchio's Village House. Uh, Cheshire Cafe, which Cheshire Cafe has some amazingly overlooked pastries and goodies. Definitely check it out. Uh, The Friar's Nook, which is named after Friar Tuck from Robin Hood. Storybook Treats, which is ice cream. Prince Eric's Village Market, which is named after Prince Eric from The Little Mermaid. Maurice's Popcorn Cart, which is named after Maurice from Beauty and the Beast. And Gaston's Tavern. So, I like Gaston's Tavern. Um, I just... It's not my, fa- it's my, it's not my favorite. I like it. I think it's cool because you can always see Gaston over there and you can... You know, it's it's got a really good theme set up because it's near the castle. But out of all those, I still have to say the Cheshire Cafe is often overlooked and often one of the best. Um, now, in the attractions for Fantasyland, there's actually quite a bit. Ariel's Grotto, which is where you can meet Ariel. Mickey's Fill Our Magic, which is a 3D view of... Um, I guess it's like an orchestra. It's, a, it's like a 4D film... Um, know how to describe it uh yeah it's I mean right now I think it's Lion King if I remember right I don't really remember what they're showing right now I haven't been it's been a little bit but when I went I think they had a special one yeah they had a special one when I went and it was I like it I love it it's just like a sit down calming couple minutes take your ride uh, they also have Enchanted Tales with Belle, which is where you get to meet Belle. They have Princess Fairy Hall, where you can meet uh, Disney princesses, different ones, different days. They have the Fairy Tale Garden, which is where you can actually meet Maribel from Encanto. They have the Th- Thoughtful Spot, which is Winnie the Pooh and Tigger, which is so cute to me. I love them. Um, of course, they have rides. They have the Little Mermaid Ariel's Undersea Adventure, which I love this ride because I love the Little Mermaid. But I swear to you, every time I get on this ride, it stops. I get stuck for at least five to ten minutes every time. But I still ride it every time I go. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I love this. I love this roller coaster, but to me, it's not worth the wait. Um, I would much rather ride Thunder Mountain Railroad if it was me. But like, go on it once. It's got great views of the park. I actually rode it during Mickey's Magical Christmas um, a couple years ago and during the fireworks so it was a really cool kind of like it made the ride just a little bit better they have the mad tea party 
uh, which is the spinning teacups, which I love. The purple one goes the fastest. I don't care what they say. You can go on the mini adventures of Winnie and the Pooh, which is a fun little ride based on Winnie the Pooh. Um, it's a small world. Uh, go once. That's all you need. Or just walk by. You can hear it. But go once. Peter Pan's Flight is another cool one where you get to uh, go. And it's based off of Peter Pan. I, okay, I may be the one person. I say go once. It's, you know, it's cool. You fly over London. But it's not my favorite. Like, I like Peter Pan. It wasn't my favorite Disney movie. But it's cool. Go once. It's an indoor ride, so you're not sweating to death. And, of course, you can do Prince Charming's Regal Carousel, which I love the carousel. Uh, that is something I ride at least two or three times when I'm in the Magic Kingdom. Of course, you can go to the Fantasy Fair, which is the exit gift shop at Mickey's Fill Our, Fill Our Magic. Sarah Mickey's, which is a gift uh, shop after Mickey and the Beanstalk. You can go to 100 Acre Goods, um, which is where Winnie the Pooh's theme merchandise is. Or you can go to Bonjour Village Gifts. I will say, though, if you go to Sir Mickey's, you might get pixie dusted. I'm just saying, that might be where you can have some pixie dust for the day. Now, of course, in Fantasyland, there's some really cool things. There is the Rapunzel's Tower replica. There is the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, where you can get made over, your kids can get made over as prince or princesses. Um, Cinderella's Fountain, which is a really cool fountain near the castle. And the Wishing Well. You can see Maurice's Cottage. You can see Gaston's Fountain. But, of course, the funnest thing in Fantasyland to me is the Sword in the Stone. Watching people try to pull that up all day is, is great. And some people get really, really into it. And, of course, Fantasyland is themed in a medieval, medieval fair carnival style. Um, and it's dedicated to the young at heart and to those who believe that when you wish upon a star, your dreams come true. I can say that right behind... Magic or Main Street Fantasyland is my favorite. Next, we're going to talk about Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland has a bunch of different rides and attractions. They also have Ray, Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe, which is like a large indoor um, eating area. They have the launching pad, which is like a quick service location. They have Anti Gravity's Galactic Goodies. Which is mostly like sweet treats and ice cream. Uh, Energy Bites, which is Tron-themed snacks, which is a stand. Tomorrowland Terrace, which is an open space used for special events like uh, parties, but you can just purchase things every now and then. And, of course, Joffrey's. If you've never had Joffrey's coffee, go have it. You'll thank me. Now, the attractions in Tomorrowland are Monsters, Inc., Laughing Floor, and the Carousel of Progress. I think everybody just needs to ride the Carousel of Progress once. And you get to hear there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Um, Stitch's ride used to be in Tomorrowland. And if you never got to ride Stitch's ride, you don't know the true horror of the ride. Um, that, that ride, I don't know. It scared the crap out of me as much as it was fun because it was Stitch. But rides they still have are the Astro Orbiter, um, which is like the big rocket spinner carousel you see. Definitely ride it. It's got great views. Um, Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin. That's where you're shooting at Zorg. I love it. I never win against my husband, but I love it. 
the people mover, which I think the people mover is great. Um, it really just lets you sit and take a circle around and just gives you a moment to rest. Of course, there is Space Mountain. Don't put your hands up when riding Space Mountain. I have seen Space Mountain without the lights on. It is truly terrifying. You just do not understand. Keep your hands and your feet in the cart at all times. You don't know. Of course, there is the Tomorrowland Speedway, uh, which are the little racetrack cars. You can smell them before you see them. And then, of course, there is the new Tron Light Cycle Power Run, uh, which is a semi-enclosed launch roller coaster uh, that pretty much, I think it just opened within the last year or so. I know it's new. Um, a lot of my friends liked it. They, yeah. Yeah, it's newer. Um, yeah, a lot of my friends ride it and they like it. They thought it was, uh, they thought it was fun. I don't know. It just doesn't, I don't know if it's kind of a roller coaster that I want to ride, but I think it's great that they finally put something else in Tomorrowland. Um, of course you can buy Mickey Star Traders. Uh, you can get your face painted. Uh, they have a launch depot, which is Tron themed merchandise. They have Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger photos, which is at the end of the Space Ranger spin. So you can see yourselves as you, uh, fight the aliens. And of course, one of the cool things is the Rocket Tower stage and Rocket Tower Plaza, which is a live outdoor performance space, which when we went to the, uh, Mickey's Christmas, we got to see Stitch dancing. And, um, that is one of my favorite memories because it's a, it's Stitch. And of course he, the line from the thing is Santa's a snitch. So it's just great. It's, that's my favorite memory of that spot. Um, of course, Tomorrowland is themed in an intergalactic city concepted into be the future. Um, and it was really kind of seen as the optimism from like the 1950s. So the rockets, the UFOs, the robots, and tomorrow can be a wonderful age is really kind of the theme for it. Now, of course, the fun thing about Magic Kingdom isn't just going, it's actually getting there. So, Magic Kingdom is literally over a mile, or right about a mile, from where you park. It is literally on the opposite side of the Seven Seas Lagoon. And, of course, upon arrival, you get taken by the trams to the Transportation and Ticket Center. Uh, which, where if you have, like, we'll call you, pick them up, or you can buy a ticket right then. Uh, but it also gets you to the park. Um, now, of course, the monorail system, the ferry boats, and Disney Transport, which is the buses. Um, and, of course, from there, you can also see the Contemporary Resort, the Polynesian Village, and the Grand Floridian. And you can use either the ferry or the monorail system to actually travel to the Magic Kingdom. Um a walking path from Contemporary also links people to the park, although if you ride the monorail, you go right through the resort. So, it's kind of cool. I have done both. I think the ferry's really cool. Um, you know, it's just something different to get you there across the uh, Seven Seas Lagoon. So, it's something, it's something you might just do one time just for fun. And, of course, the Magic Kingdom's attendance is always astronomical. Um, you know... Last year alone, it was 17 million people. So, the popularity of the Magic Kingdom is not going anywhere. In fact, most days it is still pretty much uh, up there. I know you still have to make, now you have to make reservations to which park you want to go to um, since COVID. And that's really, that's not a bad thing, you know. It really kind of keeps in check how many people are going so that people don't show up and are disappointed. And, you know, 
of course, as always, thanks to Disney Plus, you can see some of the behind the scenes things. And of course, they show, um, you know, if you just watch Disney Plus, you've seen plenty of things take place in the Magic Kingdom. I think one of the coolest things that I got to see was uh, I was there for one of the uh, after the Super Bowl winners. They came through uh, on the parade, uh, which, by the way, the three o'clock parade is at three o'clock. I can't stress that enough. I got asked that so, so many times. But in all fairness, people asking when the, the when the parade, when the three o'clock parade starts, it means really when is it going to get to where I'm standing right now. And that is another cool thing that Disney does have. Uh, they do have the parade through the park. Definitely one of the cooler ones. Um, I've seen it from all different aspects of the park. I've also seen the dragon catch on fire. So that was an interesting night. Um, the Magic Kingdom really is for everybody. Uh, people like my age who are nostalgic. Kids who just want to see, you know, Mickey Mouse. Um, but I've also seen some of the worst in people uh, at the Magic Kingdom. I have seen parents leave their children. I have seen parents leave their children outside in strollers while they tried to go in and eat. Um, it is Florida, people. It is 90 degrees outside some days. It's humid. There is sun. D do not do this. Uh, I can't stress it enough how many times I had to call security because people would literally leave their stroller with their child in it and then try to go do something by themselves. This is not okay. All right. Um, I understand that for whatever reason, when people go into Magic Kingdom, they feel like a child again and they forget things. And But just remember, first of all, you are not by yourself. There are many other people there who spent just as much money as you and are happy to be there. So keep that in mind. Yes, lines are long. Okay, if you don't want to pay the $100 now to get whatever the version of Fast Pass is, figure it out, go early, watch the rope drop, wait your turn. You know, that's really what it is. Um, buy, that, buy the souvenirs. By the ears. Um, one of the things that I found was really cool are the, the penny machines. So it's like 51 cents. It's two quarters and a penny. And it's got the penny presses. Those are actually really cheap, cool souvenirs. Um, as well as just getting the brochure for the day. Those are cool. Um, but ha remember to have fun. And if you get dehydrated, most all, absolutely all quick service restaurants give out free water. Don't be afraid to go ask for it don't buy that bottle of water for six dollars just go ask for a cup at casey's or um starbucks or wherever just to get you know if you need water make good use of that also they do have a first aid so if you need a band-aid go ask for one they'll they'll give you one um they also do have some baby supplies you know you never know what you need or what you might forget or what you run out of go over to first aid and ask and see what they have that's another pro tip i can give you um, the other thing I can tell you is, is that cast members are human. I can't tell you the amount of times I got run over by strollers, people in scooters, or were just flat mean. People were just mean to me. Um, when the You Are Here mugs first came out at Magic Kingdom, I had a woman throw a tantrum worthy of a two-year-old. Because we didn't have any of the mugs. You know, they sold out. Everybody wants the Magic Kingdom You Are Hero mugs with the Cinderella's castle on it. And don't, don't do that. Please don't do that. I didn't like calling security on people. 
But when you start calling me names and you start having a problem and you start causing problems for other guests, yeah, you're going to have to go. So please, 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 please remember to behave. Don't turn into Florida Man. Don't turn into somebody's story. Don't get yourself kicked out of Disney World and or expelled to the point where you're never allowed to come back. It's not worth that. Don't do that. Um, but I can say that Magic Kingdom truly is a magical place. Um, people's eyes light up when they walk through Main Street and uh, see their favorite character or go on their favorite ride. And I'm one of those people. And so I wanted to share with you guys how much fun it is to be at the most magical place on earth. And hopefully you can hear the excitement in my voice as I talk about it. Um, and hopefully you've enjoyed hearing this episode about the most magical place on earth. Thank you guys for listening this week. No Florida man. I think I've told enough Florida man with the people leaving their babies in the strollers at <laughs> in the theme park. Uh, I hope you guys have an amazing week. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to uh, share, like, subscribe. Leave a review if you have a second. It really helps get the podcast up and out there for more people to be seen. Post those memes on Facebook. I love it. I love it, you guys. Post them. Post all of them. Post all the memes. I think it's great. Um, I love that you guys comment and share and talk about the things that you want to talk about in the group. Because I want it to be, you know, that Florida feeling for everybody. Um, side note, though. Don't post stuff for sale. We're not a sales place. We're not a marketplace. We don't do that. So please don't do that. I will delete your post if that happens again. Um, but yeah, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope everybody has a great week. Don't forget to wear your sunscreen. Don't forget to drink your water. And please, please, please be nice to one another. Um, yeah, that's your daily dose of sunshine. <laughs>